What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the Ethel Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. It's time to turn it on, tune in, and join the madness. This is the Concrete Rose Sunny Kiss. Hello, this is Ricochet. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. This is This is Joey Janela. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And we are back with more General Admission Wrestling Podcast, the weekly wrestling podcast where we cut through all the bullshit and get right to the nitty-gritty of the weird and wild world of professional wrestling, both professional and indie, to give you guys the best weekly content possible. I am Avenging Ben. Homework Mike. And I'm all Ray Ramundo. And yes, we are back for another crazy week. Guys, how have you been? I hope your week has been less stressful than mine because I have gone back to school this week. Sucks to be you. Yep. My mouth starts. Oh, I don't you... think you're as stressful as I That's what she said. <laughs> Fuck you! <yeah. laughs> no, but for real, Ray, I, you got dental surgery or something? Oh, uh, yeah. I had to get my, my wisdom tube taken out, so oh. the law is in a lot of pain. I will. I have been there, man. So, I have... Somebody had to Somebody had to eat baby food, I heard. Oh, God, don't mention that shit. So, yeah, so you got, I've been there, man. If you've ever gotten, people listening at home, if you've ever gotten a wisdom teeth taken out, that, that, that fucking sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay, hope you feel better over there, buddy, but I'm glad you could still join us for tonight. So, other than that, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing good. Just another week of working trying to make extra money as much as I can. I gotcha. So nothing too major going on this week. I have been dealing with school stress as I was talking to you guys off the air, but I'm always seeking to turn a negative into a positive, the never-ending struggle of the college student working his way through life and always trying to not toss himself off a bridge. So let's, instead of doing that... No more bridges and cliffs for you. Exactly. Or roofs. So to keep me, so to keep me from uh, from jumping off of a cliff into a fucking or diving into a fucking wood chipper for this week, let's talk about something far more loathsome than that. Let's talk about sexy star. Ooh. Okay, that's it. I'm jumping off the roof. That's it. <laughs> no, Ray, no, 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 you, no, you, no, you get back Ray. here. Oh, so, God, Ray, b- so for those who don't know, this past weekend was not only the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight. But it was it, bullshit. Which was bullshit, which we'll get into fuck that. Fuck the Mayweather. But, uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck Floyd Mayweather. But the, the other thing that went down this past weekend was Triple A's Triple Mania, which is basically their, their version of WrestleMania for the Luchador world. And <laughs> the, the biggest news coming out of this show was during a four-woman fatal four-way match 
Uh, GFW is a Global Farce Wrestling's Rosemary uh, was apparently uh, in a bit of a conflict with Sexy Star. Uh, Luchador, you may have seen her on Lucha Underground, AAA, you may have caught her at some point. And apparently, Sexy Star decided to go into business for herself and put uh, Rosemary in an arm bar of some kind, some form of submission hold, and wrenched for real. She went off the script and legitimately intended to rip this poor woman's arm off. And yeah, the reception to Sexy Star's actions online have been, let's say, less than kind. Yeah, this was just taken by every worker and anyone that's in this business. WWE, GFW, New Japan, all everybody under the sun was talking about this. Because it was plain disrespect to the business because in wrestling you're basically, you're putting your body in trust and someone else. Someone you may not even know, someone that you're just like, okay, we're going to have a good match, entertain the crowd. And bam, it's done. There's a paycheck at the end. No, she literally got her arm dislocated thanks to this uh, cross-arm breaker. Yep. And so Sexy Star has been... She's already started losing bookings because of this. She already lost an appearance at a convention because of this. And And her her replacement is the person that she attended (laughs) Her replacement Russell was Rosemary. Russell did the best thing they could ever do. Exactly. For those that, are, that do not know, Russell Kane is one of the big wrestling conventions that happens every year. And they decided, okay, we're taking off Sexy Star. We're going to add Rosemary to the book. Uh, which is the which prob- is just perfect. Which that is just perfect. It's the best thing they could have done in this situation because, yeah, her actions were kind of unforgivable. And when you, when you work in the wrestling industry, you put a profound amount of trust in the person you're across from the ring from to A, not hurt you, and B, make sure like you're both on the same page. Like In the number one rule of wrestling, keep your opponent safe, don't go off the script. She broke... And even, that's the thing, even if it was an accident, then that's okay. But this was legitimately... Premeditated. Her pulling the shoe. Right. I'll be honest, when it happened, when we were... Into what happened that Sunday morning. I disagreed with you two. I'll be honest. I was like, wait a second. No, she's known to be a good worker. She's done a lot of stuff. She's trained in boxing and the the martial arts. I'm thinking, okay, maybe it looks real. But then you start seeing the reactions and start seeing actual workers talk about it. I'm like, oh, God, this was an actual shoot. And then when Rosemary gave her statement, it it just added more heat to the fire. Definitely. But um, I'll say this: out of the three of us, Ray is the only person that has actually done wrestling training, and you can you can attest to this that protecting the person you're working with is one of the first rules of wrestling, right? Definitely, number one. That, that was probably like once you get in that ring. That's the first thing you're told: make sure you're ready and be able to help your opponents, even if you're doing it outside. I've wrestled in the ring. I wrestled on the mat with training and everything. And first rule you always want to know is protect your opponent at all times. Never go in with a heated head because that's the worst thing you could do. Because that's the speculation now is that, oh, Sexy Star got into an altercation in the back. That's what caused her to get this heated influence. It doesn't matter. If you're going into a match, 
clear your head, you're entertaining the crowd, you're doing a good match. Don't fucking pull a shoe and then this shit happens. And apparently by the time she got to the back locker room, she was already, by the time, she she, she bounced from that place fucking quick because she didn't want to face the music, she didn't want to pay the piper for what she had done, which, that's another shitty thing to do, so I'm just like, wow. Uh, apparently all the stories that people have been saying about her, like Taya, Johnny Mundo, people like that have been saying that she's not exactly the best person to work with, she's very difficult, she's very she's very self-absorbed, she doesn't like, apparently she's just not a very good person to like cooperate and work with, so this is not a new thing, but it was made very clear this past Sunday. Yeah, Vampiro was the one to actually step in and intervene, he was the one that actually wanted her to apologize to her. As well she and should. And she, she gives an apology, which Vampira gets translated or whatever, and Rosemary called bullshit on it. Because Sexy Star has been known now to do some very unapologetic things, and it's like, what's happening to this megastar? She was one of those that you're like, oh, she may be one of the, one of the influences in the women's revolution actually wanting to compete against guys doing everything to prove women's wrestling could be up there, and now she's doing stuff like this, it's like, we're going back to square one. What the hell? Completely agree with you. Like, so, so like, I feel so horrible for Rosemary here, because she ha- if she has to take time off because of this, that's, that's just fucking terrible. Right. But, but honestly, if, like, if we could all agree... We hate Global Forest Wrestling, but the only person that we... No, 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 no. Shut up. (laughs) I actually like Global Forest Wrestling. Say it right. Say it right. It's Global Farce. It's Global Force. Okay, okay, whatever the company's name is. (laughs) Ray is friends with a bunch of people that work there, and we can all say all of us are a fan of Rosemary and her work. Absolutely. So, and if, if you guys are listening to this right now, if you go to her Twitter, uh, if you want to read the whole statement of her um, her side of what happened that night when she went to the locker room, it's on her Twitter. I believe it's at We Are Rosemary. Uh, I yeah. that's what it is. Right. So if you want to learn more. But as far as Sexy Star goes, she's going to be blackballed for a couple months. This is, this is, this is I good. think what's funny is that she actually has a booking. On September 9th here in New York. I want to see how that goes through. Yeah. There's no color here in New York. So that's how bad well, but, it's going to get. Well, by the, by the time of this recording, it might have already been changed. So, yeah. Card is always subject to change. So uh, do you guys have anything else you want to say about the sexy star AAA situation? Mm, nothing else, really. How about you, Ray? Uh, I don't, but I know a friend of mine does. Hold on, let me Hang get on. Him. Oh, by the way, Ray, I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you a question, Ray. You have a friend who lives over in Mexico, and I believe you wanted to... I believe he was there at the event itself. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have an eyewitness from the Sexy Star incident at Triple Mania. Ladies and gentlemen, from across the border is Pepe! Hola, everybody! Hi, Senor Ben. How's Senor Mike? How's he going? Don't say hi to me. <laughs> okay, fuck you, guy. I'm, I'm sorry. I thought you were my friend. Eh? We are your friends, Pepe. Tell us about the Triple Mania. Tell us about the Sexy Star incident. Okay, okay, okay. 
I tell you how it happened. I cried that night, singer Ben. You cried. Dr. Wagner lost his mask. It was very sad. Triplevania, very good show though. I give it, how you say in America, five star, five star. Cinco star, okay. cinco. Single, single star, single star. Give, give so, us a show, five stars that have so many goddamn botches. Senor, he was wrestling. We love wrestling over here in Mexico. He was very good, very good. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. Okay, talk, uh, about, talk about the damn sexy star thing. Talk about the sexy star. Okay, so we see the lovely muchachas getting the ring. It was a four-way dance. So we ended in two. The lovely sexy star and Rosemary. She looks like a crazy bitch, Senor. I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> she on that, okay. she on that good shit, huh? <laughs> I think she bought something from my cousin Hernando. He lives in two, two towns down, but whatever. Okay, okay so you, you almost made me choke. Why are you choking, Senor? Did you eat something from my cousin Hernando? <laughs> I was drinking water when you're talking. Oh God. <laughs> Sorry, Senor. Back to my story. So she grabs her in the arm breaker. We're thinking, oh no, she's going to tap. She taps, the, re the referee says go. We're like, okay, that's it. She, let she does not stop. We see Vampiro give the X. And that's how it went, senor. All of you Americans are mad. In us, we're just saying, she had to just learn, senor. It's the old saying, why are you crying? Why was she crying, senor? She had to learn. That's how you learn, senor. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Wait, wait, what do you mean, you people? Fuck you, senor. <laughs> you are thumbs upon, aren't you, Mr. Mike? Oh, okay, that's... I am far from that, sir. That's where we need to cut it. Okay, we need Ray back. Okay, goodbye, Pepe, goodbye. Adios, amigos. See you, G-A-W-P fans. Pepe, come back next week and clean me. Bye. Get the fuck out of here. God damn it, what the hell was that? Why do you keep bringing him? You invited him this week. I know, but like... He told like, me what, he was happy this whole fucking week. He's like, question. Senor Ben invited me. I'm like, what the fuck? Now, question. If he was over the border, how did he get over the border? He's Pepe. I don't ask those questions. He's Pepe. <laughs> he finds a way. Does he dig it? No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> Next situation we'll be talking about tonight. You guys, I actually, truthfully, know no, I knew nothing about this situation until you guys brought it to my attention. So, Mike, I will let you take this situation, apparently involving one Mike Canellis. So, Mike, I will let you take this one. Okay. So, apparently, there was a report that stated that WWE has completely given up on Mike Canellis and Maria. Which, if you watch SmackDown Weekly, it's at, it's obvious because they haven't been on TV for the last couple of weeks, and they've only debuted about a month ago, a half about about two months. But um, Maria Canellis made a post on Instagram that basically kind of alluded to why he hasn't been used or hasn't been seen, mm -hmm. and that is because he's addicted to prescription drugs. Yikes. Which is sad to see in wrestling, though. Not, not uncommon to see in the wrestling industry, unfortunately, all too common. This shit was popular in, like, the 90s. And, like, even the 80s, too. I, when, like, this, when this story popped up, I was thinking, man, it's been... 
it, I, I felt bad for him, and also like Jesus, it's been a long fucking time since I've actually seen like a story like this. Because you think in today's world everybody's like clean, like not doing anything, and then you just like read this, and you, and it, with, of all people, it's Mike Bennett. Yeah, and that's really sad because like if you, Mike Bennett is actually kind of the last person I suspected, honestly. Yeah, uh, Ray, what do, you, what do you have to say about this? Um, to think about it, I remember even Kurt Angle, at one point they announced that this is the same kind of thing. At least that's where his started. At least WWE right now, I'm glad that they're allowing him to try and get better, because Kurt Angle's situation got worse. Kurt Angle was at the point that then he got to harder drugs and everything. So at least with Mike Kanellis, he has an idea of Okay, I can get better. Hopefully, even this week he worked. So it's like, okay, it's getting to a point now that we don't have to lose another worker and sadly see a case of a worker just trying to work to get money for drugs. So it's something. It's an unfortunate case and something that happens way too common in the world. It's something that's way too common in the world of professional wrestling. So... Right. Yeah. It is, it's something you see because of the pain. Remember, they're taking a lot of bumps. They're taking stuff that usually you're not supposed to do to your body. Wrestling, they've always said it. Taking a wrestling bump is like getting into a car crash every time. And they're taking multiple bumps, a lot of bumps that you're not supposed to do to your body. Your body isn't supposed to bend that way. I don't think <laughs> so it's, it's like, supposed to bend that way. Ben, you know, you took a curb stop, remember? <laughs> Fuck you. How's your head doing? <laughs> I still feel the pain. Every day, Ray. I still feel the pain. I wonder how Koffler's face is doing after that kick from my buddy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> smooth, like, can we please move on here? Uh, so that concludes, oh. unfortunately, the very sad case of Mike Canellis at the moment. So our hearts go out to you, Mr. Canellis. We hope you kick this, and we hope that you find your way in WWE at some point. So let's move on to the final bit of news this week. More news from the world of the video games. It's WWE 2K18. They announced more members of the roster this week and more news. So you guys are the bigger 2K. Yay! You guys are the bigger 2K fans here. So Mike and Ray, I will let you guys take this one. All right. So they will, they did another video this week, and it's with Kevin Owens, Corey Graves, and Renee Young. And some of the screenshots are honestly, honestly, they're really good screenshots. Uh, they uh, also uploaded a bunch of entrances, but um, I'll quickly go through the names that they announced on this for this week because this is the third week, right? This is three oh, weeks yeah, in a row. Is, this is week three, yeah. Week three. So let's go down, uh, Mike. How you were talking to me off the air? I think we should start with the biggest names that came out of this week. One being surprisingly, Rick Martel. Right. This is like a for some of the younger fans that are listening, and some of the actually the younger fans that watch uh, wrestling and probably think, well, "Who the hell is Rick Martel?" Well, first of all, shame on you. Well, honestly, well, in this ben, age, we have a young audience, so you can't you can't be mad at them not knowing and who ben, the hell Rick Martel. And ben, you can't talk either because you didn't even know who the Rock and Roll Express were until <laughs> Tag Team Apocalypto. So. I knew who they were. <laughs> ben, give me one match that does not include Tag Team Apocalypto from Rock and Roll Express. 
Rock and Roll Express versus the Freebirds? No, but... So close. <laughs> so close. Yeah. Okay, so back to Rick Martel. So yes, Rick Martel was one of the great actual heels, but he had that persona that's like, was he that flamboyant? But it just worked. My actual reaction was, wait, if we get Rick Martel, where's Tito Santana? <laughs> we need Tito Santana. Because they, cause when they debuted in the WWF, they were a team called Strike Force. Yes, they were. And Rick Martel turned heel on Tito and became a single star, and he became the model, Rick Martel, and he would spray people with a, a bottle called Arrogance. Yep. And you know what was funny? Like, think, like, years ago when I, when people told me that, it took me a while for me to figure out what the joke was, and I was like, oh, I get it. Arrogance. Si, senor. <laughs> yeah, okay, thank you so for making me in the dirt. But, um, <laughs> that one, that was a, so wait, for the Rick Martel thing, now usually when people get added to the games, it leads to something. And you were telling me you believe this means he's going in the Hall of Fame next year. Yeah, because that's been one of the names that people have been, like, speculating. Rick Martel has to go into the Hall of Fame. Rick Martel right, has he, to go. When people talk about the Hall of Fame and who to put in, he, his name pops up a lot. Because he was a great guy, and as a heel, I'd said he's one of those characters that's like, oh, you can see a lot of guys, they're like Rick Martel, like a Mez, a Dolph Ziggler. They're guys that you can see. Oh, they must have watched Rick Martel in some shape or form. So he was one of those legends that's happy to see in this game. Hopefully, it does lead to next year's Hall of Fame. You see Rick Martel. Now, from a legend, Mike, I guess let's go to the future. With a team that we saw today that was kind of interesting because we're like, they haven't been on TV, but hey, they're in the game. TM61 is in the game. Yay! To most Japanese fans, you may have known them as the Mighty Don't Kneel. They are now in WWE 2K18. To me, this was an actual great addition to the game. For those that like to do the Cruiserweight division, they're taking oh, shut the fuck heavyweights. up. Shut the fuck up. Fuck Mike, you, Mike. Mike, you didn't... Like, why do you hate TM61 so much? Because when was the last what? time we, ever, we saw them? One of them is injured. I think it's Nick Miller. One of them is injured. So, Mike, I have a question for you. When was the last time we saw Sawyer Fulton? He's still in the fucking game. Oh, I'm, oh, I, I, I'm not happy about that one either. God, speaking of big men in the game, well, another tag. Well, hold on. I have, I have a list here, so we'll go down the list. and, and you know, the pop, it's, it's mostly the usual people, but... um. This week's list is Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe, Big Cass, which apparently is him with Enzo Amore. So that team is is still in the game. Uh, Rusev, Finn Balor, Chris Jericho, Rick Martel, Mick Foley, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Miss Jacqueline, Rikishi, Macho Man Randy Savage, Mr. Perfect, Lex Luger, Razor Ramon, Rick Rude, Vader, Rick Flair, Chad Gable, Alexa Bliss, Nia Jax, Ty Dillinger, Apollo Crews, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Neville, Shane Thorne, Occam, Razor. Okay, Michael... that's stop, Mike. Stop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do we do we have to stop with them? Yes. No, we have to stop for the authors of pain. And also, ironically, Vader's in this year's game. 
The, the, I don't want to be. I don't. I don't want to think WWE is doing that kind of marketing. Well, but do you think okay. how this may be Vader's last year? Do you think that's why they decided let's put him in the game? Maybe, I, or just the fact that Vader's been in the last three games and they just don't want to take his model out. My guess, my thinking is they maybe want to put him in the Hall of Fame this year since he may be dead. So maybe like let's remind people of who he is through the video game. Glory, September 29th, Oaks Lodge. Of course, we have to Vader. Plug now. Vader. Because we, yes, see, Vader because we're a, because Mike, whoop, because Mike, we're as a bunch of people call us, we're a bunch of H O G dick suckers. Dick suckers. We're a bunch of we love taking that big old H O G dick. We get we get paychecks. From HOG exclusively to talk. We do? Yeah, we get paychecks from HOG that come out roughly zero dollars and zero fucking cents because we've never received a check from them a day out of our lives. And we, we just, just say like hello. The, we, we just, just like the promotion. That's it. We just say hello and goodbye. Say hello. Yeah. But, uh, what were you saying? But okay, yeah. hmm? So the authors are paying to know today that entrance is released. Yeah, that was, was one of the entrances. That was a good entrance. And this is it, this thing is a surprise to me, considering the fact of they were on the main roster right before. Well, they well made their debut before WrestleMania, so and they were NXT Tag Champions, so it just makes sense for them to be in the game. Uh, also in the game is Michael P. S. Hayes, Jimmy Garvin, and uh, debuting in the game is Tommaso Ciampa, Cedric Alexander, TJP, Roderick Strong. Johnny Gargano, and other names such as Asuka, Asuka, Jason Jordan, Nick Miller, Dash Wilder, and Scott Dawson. So that's week three. You know what also pissed me off about this week, too? Is that they released a screenshot of what Kevin Owens looks like, and he has the new face of America gear. Oh, your favorite. (sighs) And even the Minitron has the fucking America flag. What? But that's his gimmick, though, so it's like, what are you going to do? Fight Owens fight, prize fighter in red. That? I guess. Hopefully there's an alternate attire. Oh, I'm, Mike, this is why we do something called community creations. And download attires. <sighs> so Mike's really not... Because I know people are going to want to download different attires for big cast because they're going to want to do the singles attires. Right. So clearly so, not a fan of the new face of America. What do you have against it? It doesn't fit him. It, 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 it never fit with Kevin Owens, and we'll get into what he was doing on Tuesday when we got to SmackDown. But um, yeah, that's pretty much week three. Uh, next week, revealing more members of the roster, and apparently, uh, also, oh shit, almost forgot. Uh, me and Ray were also discussing D- possible DLC characters. And from what it looks like, we may get a United Kingdom invasion. Basically, in probably in one pack, it's probably going to be Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, Trent Seven, Wolfgang, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, get them, get them in there, man. Get them all. And I was. I would re- say Joseph Connors in there. I was rewatching. That would be a good one. I was. I re- like Joseph Connors, but he really has not been used. At all? Yeah, no, the, he just, he's been used so little, the figured, fuck it, WCPW called him up to take a spot, to take Mike Elgin's spot in the World Cup this past week. No, don't even mention the World Cup, me and Mike are mad at the winner. Out of everyone, fucking Crusader! 
Kushida's really good. What's your what's the problem with Kushida? Listen, is Kushida a good wrestler? Yes. Yes. Is he better than a Will Ospreay? Mm. No. Is he better than a Rey Mysterio? Hell no. <laughs> when you look at that tournament, he would be the last person to win that tournament. Which is why I think they made him the winner, because I think it was the list. He only won because he has two titles. The IWGP Junior Championship and the ROH TV title. My guess is what culture most likely wanted to cultivate a very a good relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, so they probably gave Kushida the win. Regardless, like I thought that the World Cup was really good, but like yeah. my one complaint. Just don't, don't, don't watch the Joe Hendry Jack match. That match was sad to watch. Well, oh god! Why was that? I didn't. Cha- I didn't catch that. Why was that sad? Because Jack Swagger just came out with Kevin Owens' pants. Oh, okay, I saw and that part. He's not wearing his singlet. He's just wearing these sad dad pants. And he just moves around like, he, like, like for fuck's sake. <laughs> like, why am I here? I'm not in WWE anymore. Fuck my life. Fuck my life. Oh, my God. Joe Hendry! Hey. Local here. Well, no, he doesn't, he doesn't use that gimmick anymore, actually. He has the... Uh, He's, he's the prestigious one, Joe pres- Hendry. He's the prestigious one, Joe Hendry. He only does that in WCPW, though. Every other place he does the local hero thing. Oh, by the way, you know what they're going to be doing soon? They're doing War Machine versus Young Bucks for the WCPW Tag Team Championships. Wow, we haven't seen that in ROH 500. Or PWG. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Speaking of PWG, next week they do the Battle of Los Angeles. They do. Oh, they yeah. are doing Battle of Wait, LA. Mike, War Machine. We didn't add them to the... Well, we'll mention that now. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we <laughs> Stay have, tuned, folks. We have a little Stay thing tuned. going on behind the scenes. We'll <laughs> tell you guys in due course. But as far as WCBW, part of the World Cup, my other thing is I'm just like, I knew for a fact from day one they were going to have Ricochet and Will Ospreay do their fucking thing again. And sure enough, I am sick of these two wrestling over and over again. It's becoming the John Cena and the Randy Orton of the indies. But Ben, they do flippy shit. And I love no, me, I love, no, I love no, my flippy right. I love my flippy shit, but for fuck's sake, it's it's every fucking match. It's flip, flip, flippity, flippity, flip, flip, superhero pose. And I'm like, I love me some... I love my flippy shit. I really do. But I'm just like, leave these two alone for a while. I get it. They had a really good match. Kind of loses its charm when you do it six million fucking times. When you overdo something, it becomes stale as fuck. Real quick. Really, really fucking quick. But yeah. And on that that note, I believe we're going to be taking a little break. So, yes, that yep. concludes a bit of the... In- so, Kushida wins. Kushida wins. Prestige destroys the trophy. That's it. What? <laughs> the Prestige off. wins the trophy. Destroys the trophy. That's it. Fuck oh. it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that that was a thing that happened. So, we're going to get our bearings. We are going to... Ben's probably haven't seen the rest of the tournament. Like, what the fuck happened? No, I saw that part. I, I remember that part vaguely. I was just like, every version I've seen just sort of goes to black. When did that part happen? What? Okay, let's go to break, folks. We'll no, be right back. No, for real. When did when did that happen? I'm very confused. I, I saw a clip that came out earlier today of like a promo, but like I didn't see that on the official broadcast. Did that happen off the air or did that happen on the air? 
Uh, from what I saw, it happened on the air. I'm not oh. sure what happened to. Well, I will have to go. Well, the trophy's destroyed. Well, I will have to go back and rewatch more of that for sure. But we were going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And enjoy these fine words from our sponsors. Hey guys, Avenging Ben here, popping in to tell you that if you want to listen to all the previous episodes of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast Season 1, you can find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. All of the previous 40 plus episodes are available anytime for free for your downloading pleasure. Also, if you want to follow us on all that good old social media, you can follow us on the Twitter machine at the GAWP Show, and you can follow us on the Facebook machine at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Also, if you want to get more of our video content and exclusive videos that will not be going up on our Facebook or our iTunes in audio form, you can follow us at our YouTube page at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We have interviews, we have exclusive episodes, we have all sorts of great content for you, so do check out our YouTube, our social media, and do subscribe to all of that great audio content. Once again, you can find all of the audio content on iTunes, Stitch Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. Once again, guys, leave a little review, leave a five-star rating. Maybe you can push us up to the top of those subscriber counts. Maybe we can get some good publicity for us. Who knows? Once again, thank you guys for supporting the show, and it goes a long way. So now, let's get back into it with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. I just, like, I don't... I, by the way, you guys will be proud to hear that I did not watch 205 Live the other night. I kind of, I heeded your advice. Good boy. Good boy. For once. Don't watch 205. Plus, I'm like, they're jobbing out Noam Dar to Enzo Amore, and I'm just like, oh my god, why? What are you doing? It's Noam Dar! He's so good! And you're making him but, look like a complete... But Enzo's a fan of the Mayweathers. So. Oof, we'll fucking talk about. Can we talk? Can we talk about that? Can we talk about Mayweather McGregor? No. You know what? This is all I'm gonna say. We all went in going fuck Floyd Mayweather. You know what I have to say at the end of this? Fuck them both because they were both happy as hell because they both walked out millions and millions of dollars. I put this out online, so, and I stand. I put this out online, and I stand by it. And I can give the uncensored version here. Conor McGregor got to get punched in the fucking face, make over thirty million dollars that night. Gets all these endorsement deals off of it. It's gonna make a shitload of cash when he gets his next UFC fight because his brand has been heightened because of this. He's getting lord, lord knows how much attention because of this. He gets to go home, fuck his hot wife. And sleep on a bed of money, dude. I'd get, I would, I would kill to get punched in the face by Floyd Mayweather for thirty million. Are you fucking kidding me? Sign my ass up. Why, Ben? I could punch you in the face for free every day. <laughs> You're so stupid. All right, uh, let's get on to the real meat and potatoes of this week. Of course, let's get into the weird and wild world of Vince McMahon's house of muscles and tussles. It's time for the WWE recap. <laughs> It's pretty much what it is. Come on. We need a t-shirt saying that. I can't. That's a, I think it's a what culture thing. Damn it, Ben. Stop stealing other people's jokes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> okay, fine. So well, let's get into it with... Mon- let's get into it with, as Vince McMahon would say, Monday Night Raw. 
And I wrote Vince McMahon likes big sweaty nuts. I actually, I actually wrote notes this week. You did. My, you wrote meticulous notes. And I'm pretty sure most of them were just, fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. I don't like that. Well, we'll get into it. But um, as far as the poll, I asked all the members of the GAWP Nation, what did you guys think of Raw? And you voted 76% good, 24% bad. Which is in stark contrast to the result of the SmackDown vote, which we will get into in due course. Raw, August 28th. We open up with Jerry Lawler taking Booker T's spot for, for a night. And I, I, just, I just want to mention this here, that um, Ray didn't know what was <laughs> happening at this point. <laughs> I did, but I was an asshole. But this does lead to a funny night for me and Mike. Something we yep, can have. A whole bunch of Booker T's. Because Jerry Lawler came on the screen and Ray was like, wait, why is he there? And Mike, Booker T's not there because of, he's, in, he's, he's home. And Ray was like, why? I was like, the hurricane. He was like, oh, fuck him. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. Well, I kind of did. <laughs> Oh, my Jesus. So, moral of the but, story, um, Ray, the Booker T was MIA from Raw this week. The rea- reality, like, we'll definitely go off of your notes, but this was really a, this was really a two-segment show. There were really two highlights worth talking about. The right. main event and the Roman Reigns-John Cena segment. Oh, oh, we'll, oh, Jesus. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> but um, we officially open up. Uh, Miz's music plays, and he's in the ring. He's about to cut a promo. Kurt Angle's had none of that shit. And from the rumor I heard about what happened last week when Miz went off uh, talking about how he doesn't even know what inside of the arena looks like, apparently he got heat from that line because of what happened at SummerSlam. So promo time got cut, and Kurt Angle basically said that I understand you're pissed that you're, you didn't defend your title at the pay-per-view, so we're going to determine a number one contender for you right now, and you're going to face the winner next week. Out walks King Kong Bundy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, the Big Show. <laughs> I thought it was King Kong Bundy for a second, because Big Show Big without show. the beard looks weird. I think I posted on the JWP page a meme that looks like, wait, is that the Big Show in 2017 or King Kong Bundy? So, God damn it, wrestling. So, 15-man over-the-top rope battle royal. Kurt Hawkins was the first person eliminated. Ha, 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 ha. No, you said it wrong, We're Mike. Brian it, it's, not, it's not Kurt Hawkins, Mike. It's Kurt Brian Hawkins? Hawkins. <sighs> Season one, everybody. Call yeah. back! Season one, episode two. What? <laughs> iTunes, listen. Oh, Jesus God. G A W P. We've been on for a year. God, so, how did we last? How do we, so before, I, before we continue, Mike, I did make an early prediction. Though I tell Mike, imagine a Hardy Boy walks out winning. But um, so there was one spot that caught my eye, and we hope everybody else saw this. Gallows and Anderson were trying to eliminate the Big Show and. Finn Balor comes helps helps them. They, sex, oh, they, God. Su- they successfully eliminated the Big Show. 
And then they had this weird standoff, like, friend? Foe? Don't know. But Goldust attacks, and it's like, fuck you. Like, really? You know what was weird? Either form the stable or just stop teasing us. This is weird because, like, I completely agree with you, but another thing that caught my eye is, like, R-Truth and Goldust were both in this match. Are they not still feuding? They did not interact once in this match. No feud over. The feud, is the feud just fucking... What was the fucking point of all of those promos, then? Then you know what's worse? Goldust said that he was going to reveal an apprentice at SummerSlam. Did we get an apprentice? Hold on. Drum roll. No! Goldust. Sorry, sack of shit. Uh, so we get down to the final six. Bauer, the heart... Balor, the Hardys, the Miztouraj, and Jason Jordan. Was looking like Balor's match. And then... And then, all of, all of a sudden... Boo -dee, boo -dee, boo. <laughs> Mike, say what I thought would happen. You... Okay, this is funny. So, what I saw was the screen... Like, he does the Bray Wyatt shit. Bray Wyatt throws Finn Balor over the top. And then he disappears. Ray thought Balor just jumped out of the ring. <laughs> I don't want this. I'm out of here. Fuck. I'm sorry. You gotta say Honestly, it. Honestly, I saw You gotta say it like an Irishman. You gotta say it like, that's it. Fuck this. I'm out. Famous O'Shea, is that you? Well, let me tell you something about this fucking episode of Raw. It this fucking battle royal, you knew who it was going to fucking... I knew that it was going to be one of the fucking hardy boys that won this shit. Because Jason Jordan ain't been doing fucking shit on Monday Night Raw. He's a piece of shit. And basically, what Seamus has alluded to is, he's right. It got, uh, Elias... Oh, I'm sorry. Elias eliminates Jason, then Jeff Hardy eliminates Elias, and Jeff Hardy wins the battle royal. You got that. You got that mixed up. Jason eliminated Elias, and then Jeff. Well, whichever. Whichever. So Jeff Hardy. Well, Jeff is the new number one contender. That's all that matters. So Jeff and has a single title match next week on Raw. So are they and splitting? And advertising it as the main event. Are they splitting the Hardys? Is this the beginning of the schism that will lead to the woke the woken brilliance of Matt? Will this? What's going to happen? I'm not sure. We'll see. We will have to see next week on Raw. What is the other big... Because going over everything on Raw would take forever, so let's get to the next well, big... Well, don't, don't, worry, don't worry. I was just... I'm skipping a couple stuff. We had Enzo making his Cruiserweight division match. Who gives a shit? He beat, he, he beat Noam Dar. Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman came out, cut a usual promo. Brock said he's going to take Braun to Suplex City, bitch. Hmm. Uh, I want to talk about this. We had the tag team champion Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose have individual matches with Cesaro and Sheamus. Seth faced Cesaro, and Cesaro beat him with a fucking uppercut. Uppercut! That's refreshing. A fucking uppercut? Yeah. So Cesaro got a win here, and Ambrose beat Sheamus, so one win apiece for each team. Then we get to Cena and Roman. Oh. Brace yourselves, kiddies! Where do we, okay. This segment, I don't know where, how much where, of this was we, scripted okay. or not. Okay, so what? Let's let's take this one step at a time. So Cena comes out, then Roman comes out, 
Then Cena grabs the mic and proceeds to verbally abuse Mr. Roman Reigns. The first line Cena said was, you're nothing more than a corporate bootleg of me. Now that would have that would have been weird enough, but he kept well, do you, going. Well, well, do you, well, do you feel that line was scripted, or do you think he just said that on his own? I'm saying maybe there was a hint of like Vince saying like give him the truth, but I definitely John Cena knows for a fact he can say whatever the fuck he wants at this point. How about, how about we do this? I'll bring up the certain lines that I was saying and you guys tell me you think scripted or impromptu. Good idea. So, Roman has a turn and basically he just uh, says that um, the fans don't boo you because they want you to be a bad guy. They boo you because you suck. John Cena retorts with, no, I don't. Well, they chant, you suck at Kurt Angle, but we know he doesn't. So keep going. Then Roman, <laughs> Roman was talking, and then he just stopped because I, I believe he was trying to remember what he was going to say. And then John Cena, oh Jesus, he goes, "Come on, Roman, this is a promo. Eventually, you're going to have to do it." Oh, scripted or off the cuff? That, I said that uh, was off the cuff. He there used the word. The he used the word promo, so I know for a fact he said that was probably off the script. So <laughs> he basically just called out Roman for not being a good promo, which is the truth. The truth. So John, he speaks it. So John Cena then. Then this was weird. He basically brought up the fact that. He elevated the United States Championship while Roman Reigns took it as a demotion. Which is the truth. Right. Also, Cena mentioned the fact that a part-timer like him has to do do the work for a full-time guy who can't get it done. Can we say say Roman Reigns just got buried in this whole segment? Whenever Roman got a word in Edgewise in this segment, he said something that just came off as he was whining. Roman Reigns was very whiny in this segment. Basically, John Cena's like, you can't cut a promo. And Roman's like, you suck. Like, way to go. Oh, way to fucking go. Oh. Who is the heel Who is the heel in this promo? It was clearly Roman. It's clearly Roman. He keeps this saying, is Zena buried the hell out I of retired. Roman. No, because Roman, they keep making him say, I retired to the Undertaker. Like, I'm directly quoting our boy JD from JD from NY206, but he did a great rant on this. But he said, Oh, you retired the Undertaker. You retired a 50 year old man who needed surgery in two separate hips. That's what you're going to, that's your accomplishment. Good for you. You know what's funny too? John Cena made that same comment too. Be like, I'm not the Undertaker. I'm not an old grizzled vet who needed hip surgery. Yep. Basically, this whole thing was John Cena went off, and the fans fucking loved it. Yeah, because the fans just loved that. It seemed like a shoot. So that's why even we're not sure if it's truly scripted. If it was a shoot, no matter what, the fans bought into it, and WWE got what they wanted. Which was a reaction. And whatever the reaction 
they got from this. They obviously loved it. Now, I checked, I watched this segment over and over again to like make sure what was said and what kind of wasn't said. And, and you look at the WWE version that they put on YouTube, they cut out most of the stuff. Like, Cena making fun of him for can't, he can't cut a promo. Like, the obvious. Ooh, that that must have been the shoot part of it. Right. That must have so, been like, okay, Zena, say whatever you want. You're John Zena. Yeah. And basically, to end this whole segment, they brought out Gowser and Anderson so they could beat the shit out of both of them. That, I feel like, was Vince saying, okay, shut him up now. Go, 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 go. Tag match. Well, the segment was already over because once they signed the contract, Roman flipped the table and it looked like he was about to beat him up. Yeah, and it seemed like... Rook, can I just tell you something? The past few times I've seen Roman Reigns, he looks like he straight up does not want to be there. He looks really, really sad. Or he's just really pissed about how he busted his ass and he still gets these reactions and... He's probably, he's probably sick of it. I would be too, but, but for God's sakes, man. Like, I, I see him just out there. He... He never, he doesn't crack a smile anymore. He, he looks genuinely <laughs> fucking depressed. Well, because if you're Roman Reigns, there's not to smile about. He's, he lost a few to Braun. He lost three times in a row. He got pinned at SummerSlam. He didn't win the Fatal Five-Way either. Roman's been on a losing streak since he beat The Undertaker. Yeah, in fact. Like, on, on pay-per-views. He's been on a definite pay-per-view losing streak. He's the one who, he's the one, in fact, at SummerSlam, he's the one who ate the pin in a fatal four-way match. Which we loved, by the way. That was a great match. But now, yeah. There's, an, there's another glaring problem with this. The promo is probably the best part about this feud. God only knows what the match is going to be like at No Mercy. I am curious to see because where is this ta- where is this match taking place? Uh, Los Angeles. Okay, this is a Los Angeles crowd, so Oof, they this... can literally not react to it. <laughs> they, you know what? This match could literally turn into you know this match could literally turn into Goldberg and Lesnar, not from this year's WrestleMania, but from WrestleMania twenty. Where for like 15 minutes it was just, you both suck, we don't care, you're both leaving, fuck you both. what? And they'll just chant for the referee or something. So you see saying The Rock is going to be the referee for this match? <laughs> well, no, but... Oh, I'm, that can make it even better. Oh, for fuck's sake. God. I'm, I'm coming in to help my cousin. Match, He's not even your cousin, Dwayne. Roman's not even your cousin. Luckily, Mike decided, okay, we're going to do one match and one match only. One match only prediction. Fuck, if you had to do this match, that would be even worse. It would be like, who who do I pick to win? It's like, the fans? Whoever whoever wins, we fucking lose, I guess. Also, I want to ask you guys this. Do you guys find it weird that they're doing this match, like, now, and they're not saving it for a WrestleMania? I hear the rumor is because Samoa Joe is out for like three or four weeks, and so some plans got shifted around. Apparently there were some plans going forward with Joe, but he's not in the picture, so they they had to bump this 
up to no mercy, apparently. Because mm, I believe it's going to be Cena and Joe at the pay-per-view. I believe Roman that's what it was going to be, but unfortunately... And, and, and Roman was going to be with The Miz. Yeah, that's basically the consensus of what I've heard. So let's... We'll, we'll, we'll put a pin in that one, but definitely something to keep an eye on. So, five-star segment, and then we get to the main event of the evening, because they've been hyping it up all night. Sasha Banks defends against Alexa Bliss. Sasha Banks sucks. She lost. <laughs> <laughs> she can't defend this title to save her life. Sasha Banks isn't very good at this whole defending and defending a championship thing, is she? By the way, because we know our friend is going to be listening to this. Hi, Nova. Sorry, Nova. Hi, Nova. <laughs> Sorry. It is the truth, though, Nova. Sasha Banks really does suck at this. So, okay. more. Let's, let's clarify. Does Sasha Banks suck? No. No. Does her character suck? Yes. Yes. Because she says she's a boss, and she doesn't do anything that emphasizes she's a boss. She just says it because she wins the championship over. What do you, over. What do you, over what do you mean by this, Sasha? I don't get it. And literally, you have Alexa Bliss who is literally just like, I am the baddest bitch here. And I'm like, oh, I get that. I can I can roll with this. Because literally, I tweeted this out. I said, okay, when Sasha and Charlotte were trading that title back and forth, it made sense because like they were equals. They were like, of course they would trade wins back and forth because they're, they're fucking Sasha Banks and Charlotte. They are the crown jewels of this division. Of course it would be a blood feud... For who gets this fucking belt? It got they took that shit to hell in a cell and beyond for that title. Now Alexa Bliss is very very good, but she's no Charlotte in my opinion. And the idea that you can do that bouncing the title back and forth idea with Sasha and Alexa, it, it doesn't have the same zip to me as it did with Charlotte and Sasha. And now they're adding Nia Jax into this thing, and I'm more than certain they're turning Nia Jax's face. And I'm just like, that does not work for me, because Sasha Nia Jax does not strike me as someone who can pull off face, baby face. I'll disagree with you on that. I'll say Nia Jax can be a good baby face for the simple fact that she's different from all of the women on the show. She's so, not. She's not like most, not girl, like most, most girls. girls. She's not like most girls, except for girls that are at the indie shows. We go, but never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we are, you are going to get so much heat for that. Hit me! I don't give a shit. Hit me! Damn, Mike! You I, just I, made fun of every indie girl we know. You're going to die, so Mike. Alexa wins. You're going to die. You're already getting missed, and now you're going to die. Shut the fuck up! Alexa wins the title. She Nia Jax comes out. She beats up Sasha. Okay, so she lifts up Alexa to celebrate, and then she does the old Batista thing that he did to Randy Orton and backdrops her, raises the title, and she she shows that she wants the title. Now, as far as Nia Jax becoming a babyface, it can work for the simple fact that Alexa and Sasha can cut promos on her and be like, "You're a big fat bitch. We're skinny, and we are more talented than you." They already did that shit with Mickey James, like, like. Like seven but Mickey years. Mickey James ago. was a fat. <laughs> that was just offensive when they did it with Mickey James. Right. And in this PV era, they can honestly say some words that can actually go through on the TV show. They're not, they're not gonna 
say what I just said, be like, you're a fat bitch. They're not going to say that on TV. Oh, they could. If, they could get away with that. If they do, I'm throwing my phone. Because, like, really? You're just fat shaming people now, aren't you? But, um, so, Raw ends with Nia Jax standing tall with the women's title. I assume a triple threat and no mercy, or, because I assume Sasha's going to ask for her rematch. And the whole, and the cycle keeps going and going with the same people. By the way, Emma got new music. It sucks. Don't even ask us what our opinions are of Emma. Oh, God. Her theme was so good. Why did you change it? Jason Jordan's theme was so good. Why did you change it? Baron Corbin's theme was really good. Why did you? Why are you taking away wrestlers' really good music and giving them shit? God. But that's the thing. Emma's music did not. It was just, why? There was, it was so... It, it, it didn't fit her. This, this week was full of so much Why? In terms of just utter nonsense, that ain't even touching SmackDown. This oh, week. Oh, 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 question: Why oh, are we wrestling fans again? Oh, you want to talk about nonsense? Let's talk about SmackDown. Let's move on to again the second half of this WWE equation. Let's move on. By the to way, SmackDown if you're asking Live. us who won the poll, SmackDown lost. Oh, SmackDown! A hundred percent of people saying the show sucked. Yep. Let's start. I'm in the Tinder Mahal Bye. opens the show. Bye. <laughs> try, 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 off the cliff now. try it again. Try it again. So Ginger comes Bye. out. Bye. Prom- <laughs> he comes out. He cuts a stereotypical promo saying that when he walks to the airport, people stare at him wondering, oh my God, what the fuck? And then we get an awkward moment because apparently... Hall was pissed about the Singh brothers getting their asses kicked last week in a handicap match. Yep. So he wa- he wanted them to kiss his feet in forgiveness, and they're ready to do it. But we yeah, thought we thought I I thought that they were gonna they were gonna go down on him. That was we we thought they were gonna go down on him. Ben was ready to jack off to this. Okay. First of all, <laughs> fuck you. Second, look at that fucking thing again. <laughs> And tell me that those two are not about to go gobble some cock. <laughs> Folks, we're on Skype with Ben, and we hear his zipper go down as they go down. Sad. You Stop look at that. Down. You look at that segment, and you tell me that Jinder Mahal wasn't about to feed those boys a cock meat sandwich. Can we talk about the fact that Nakamura came out? Yes. Pushed them two to the side and proceeded to hit Mahal. Then Rusev comes out of nowhere, throws a kick. Then Randy Orton's music hit. He runs down, and Mahal and Rusev lay both of them out, which sets up the main event. Mahal and Rusev versus Nakamura and Randy Orton. I'm jumping ahead slightly, but there was this moment where Rusev had this backstage segment with Jinder, and he said, "Was one day I will help you tonight, but that title, it's going to be mine." And I'm like, "Oh, Rusev." <laughs> Oh, Rusev, honey, no. <laughs> Maybe if you buy the replica, but... Buy yourself a nice replica, buddy, but no. How about... A replica no? that's, that's nice and clean. It hasn't been... God only knows what's been on that bill. Uh, so we come back... I want to mention this because we come back from break and they throw up a graphic for next week's show. It's going to be Randy Orton versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a number one contenders match. So... I looked at that graphic and I was like, I know who's winning the main event. 
Any comments about this number one contenders match? Okay, if it's Orton again, I am I am gonna jump off a fucking roof because they cannot do Jinder and Orton for the fourth fucking time. If this was Randy no, Orton, it's most likely gonna be Nakamura the rematch. Right, it's it's gonna be Nakamura. And then they're gonna have him lose again because fucking Jinder is gonna have that title till the Rumble. I highly doubt that though. But we'll we'll see what happens next week. We'll see where they're going with the WWE title. But um, we get Chad Gable and Shelton Benton making their tag team debut against the Ascension. Now if, they got talk, a theme already. If we're talking about new music, this was actually good music. This was a good theme song. This was actually good music. So Gable and Benjamin get the easy win. Nothing really to comment about this. And then we get AJ Styles open challenge. This was and, this was really weird. All right, so let's dissect this a little bit. So AJ comes out. This is an open challenge. Ty Dillinger's music hits, and I believe all of us went, oh, this is actually going to be fun. Baron Corbin immediately runs down and says, what in the fuck are you doing? Ty Dillinger pushes him so hard, he goes into the barricade. Ty Dillinger gets in the ring. The match starts. They fumble around a little bit. AJ then locks in the calf crusher, and Ty taps. Two minutes. Well, didn't Two Baron didn't minutes. Baron attack him first? No. Oh. Are you sure? I could have sworn. Listen, Baron Corbin was fucking roaming his head around ringside. He could have, but that's not what I saw. I saw Ty Dillinger tap out clean. Then he then Corbin ran into the ring, got his ass kicked even more from AJ, and then he ran off. If this is setting up a Styles Corbin feud, oh my Jesus! <laughs> oh this is my, an interesting oh, oh just, Lord! Wow. This was Bobby Roode versus Mike Kanellis. Bobby Roode wins. Okay, first of all, we talked about it earlier, but let's just talk about it in terms of just like how quickly has just Mike Kanellis gone from like prospect to jobber in just like a month and a half. It it it's insane. It, it's it, it's sad. It's really sad. Now, is Mike Bennett the greatest wrestler of all time? No. But he's a fucking worker that can go. And he could have had interesting matches. He had an interesting feud with Sammy until they beat him clean over and over again. He got one win over Sammy on pay per view and then Sammy just thoroughly troused his ass at, like, Money in the Bank, and, no, he trounced him at, like, Extreme Rules, and then Battleground he won, and then it was just like, well, what, what, what are you, what are you talking fuck? about? Where'd you, where'd you get those pay-per-views from? My ass. I can't, you. <laughs> God. So, Kevin yeah. Owens comes out but, to air his anger. Shane McMahon comes out, says that the ref you picked last week sucked. So I took over. Fuck you. This decision stands. So Kevin Owens is told to leave the ring because we're going to have a match. Aiden English versus, oh Jesus, somebody that Kevin Owens knows too too fucking well, Sami Zayn. So the match is going on. I'm not paying attention because fuck this. Because Byron Saxon is trying to get at Kevin Owens and Kevin Owens just goes, can you please shut up? You have nothing important to say. Ever. 
This is this is a fact. He is Byron Saxton. He has he has rarely ever anything good to say. So Kevin Owens from last week has the logic of if I take the referee shirt, I'm the official. So that's what he does. He takes the referee shirt off. Uh, Aiden English gets whatever. What did he hit him with? He hit him with a pop up power bomb. Yeah, pop up power bomb. He fast counted the shit out of this. And Aiden English gets a win, and then he has horrible music that's playing. Oh yeah, they they stopped giving him just the the heel villains music, and they're giving him some weird faux opera music. The fir- I put out a me I put out a gif last night, and I was just like, "What even the fuck is Aiden English's music?" Nobody knows. Nobody knows. So here's your next feud: Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Dope. Oh, God, not again. We don't want to see that generic. Speaking of feuds that keep going, (laughs) the New Day versus the Usos. Now, this match was to determine the stipulation for the rematch. The Usos win. Nothing else to say. Except they get to choose the stipulation for their title match, which I'm hoping is going to be if the New Day lose, they have to break up. That would be interesting, though. Like, there'd be actual stakes to this. We'll, we'll see what happens. So, oh, Jesus. Dolph Ziggler promo. Oh, my God. God, Ziggler is just lost. Go to I, Japan. I, I wrote in big capital letters, he has lost his mind. Because he was like, oh, maybe I need to sit in the ring and play a guitar to get people's attention. Maybe I need to go in the goddamn dark. But you'll find out next week. You said that last week. Is this going to be the new Emelina thing where we think he's going to like do something different, but then he's just going to show up completely the same? Can't he just fuck off? Because he's been in this company for 10 years and he has done nothing. Done nothing. Mm. And I want to bring this up too, because Ben asked, what happened to Dolph Ziggler? This is true. Why, I why asked, is he in this position? I asked point blank to these guys. I asked... What went wrong for this guy along the line to which you responded with this? Because a former writer from like from like 2013 said that after a John Cena Dolph Ziggler match, uh, Cena and Vince had a little meeting, and Cena said that Ziggler doesn't have it to be a main eventer, and Vince goes, "Oh, I know." There you go. But don't there worry. There you go. But don't worry. So kid. Zena Barry Ziggler. What a surprise. This is see, that's the John Cena I don't like. The dude who like flat out just buries people verbally. It's weird because this guy does make a wish. He does charity. And he's an asshole. Yep. And, and his fiance is a dumbass anyway. Yep. Hey. Hey, if you want to blame anybody for us not getting John Cena and The Undertaker at WrestleMania, blame Nikki Bella. Oh, my gosh. No, but hey she guys. said she started the women's revolution. Hi. My name total is Nikki Bellas, Bella. Remember? And Total Deepa started the women's revolution and not that other skinny little woman that I will not name. No. Out of my ass. <laughs> Bite my ball sack. You're, Damn, you're the reason we didn't get Undertaker and fucking Cena at WrestleMania, just so you could have your in-ring proposal. You want to do your big-ass proposal? Do it on Total Bellas. Do it on Total Divas. Make a thing That is going to be on Total Bellas, though. But... Oh, for 
Ben's saying he doesn't want to see it at all. <laughs> I Yeah, put it on those shows so I don't have to fucking watch it. Guess what? Me and Mike do, because the so GMWP is going to review Total Bellas. You... So now Ben has to watch it. No! All three of us are going to be reviewing that every fucking week. No, you two can review that shit. I, I ain't going to do no, I ain't doing nothing involved in that show. That's going to be our YouTube exclusive, folks. Stay tuned. Uh, we had a quick uh, backstage segment with Carmella, basically taunting the fact that she's got uh, cash in. Natty just comes in and says, you're going to be like Corbin and fail. So that's the end of that segment. Then we get Fashion Files. Loved it. I don't, know, I don't know what to make of this anymore. I loved it. Apparently the rumor is that the, there's a team that they're going to bring up that's going to feud with them. AOP, you need it on Tuesdays. AOP, you're needed on Tuesdays. Yes, yes, desperately. Desperately. Oh my god. Occam Razor, we need you. And I never thought in my Uh, life... I never thought in my life I would have to say the sentence, Dear God, we need the authors of pain. And this is where I say... And this is where I say, What fresh hell have we asked for? Oh, what fresh hell is this? Uh, You know what else is hell? We get sexy Lana in the ring. With Ostagot, she was sexy on Tuesday. Tamina squashes local jobber and almost kills her by throwing her out of the ring. Yeah, that was interesting. She's trying to do a best impression of sexy star, I see. Uh, then we get to the main event. Nakamura and Alex versus Rusev and Mahal. This match sucked. Uh, yeah, there's nothing much to say about it. There's one spot that I noticed right off the bat. You know how Orton does the draping DDT? Yeah. Mahal fucked it up. He did. Because he didn't have his legs on the rope, so he got in the ring, and Orton said, fuck it. Normal DDT. Rusev goes for a kick, he misses, Nakamura hits him with the Kinshasa. Then he comes off the top rope with the Kinshasa. One, two, three. Nakamura gets the pin. And then he gets RKO'd the fuck by Randy Orton. This is true. And I asked Ben to find the gift of Randy Orton touching his toes after an RKO. And I said, I want him. I don't want this one. I want him. I want no, like, we Ra- can't have that Randy. I, I want the Randy Orton that was on drugs and happy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, Mike, no. Drugs are bad, but God damn it, if they make you happy, do it. <laughs> no, Mike. For God's sake, man. This is coming from two alcoholics, though. So I don't want a better product, damn it. <laughs> and that's where have, we... Have you seen the product? The GAWP is brought to you by Jack Daniels, but... The GAWP is the GAWP is brought to you by drugs. Drugs. Ask the local guy behind your Home Depot about them. Ben knows them. Wait, my cousin Hernando's is behind Home Depot. Then does he know Craig, the creepy albino who sells drugs behind the Home Depot? I think they used to work out. Hey, hey, man, I got some good shit for you. This shit'll make you. This shit'll make you give RKOs, and it'll make you touch your toes, and it'll make you jump up in the air. God, what a fucked up people. What a what a fucked up. So Raw won this week. SmackDown sucked. 
So that pretty much does it in terms of WWE wrap-up. SmackDown, as you said, definitely won the week. So let's start wrapping it up. So You mean, you mean Raw. Raw, sorry, fuck it. I apologize, but I have had a fucking stressful ass day, fucking week, getting used to school. But don't worry, bud. September's almost here. We get to go to wrestling shows. Yes, we do. Ray, what wrestling shows are we going to be attending in the final month of September? Okay, so hopefully, if everything goes right, the Raw will be at 30 years of magic. The SWF is presenting a year dedicated to great legend magic. So SWF is putting a Together, show of his students, past opponents, including E.C. Negro, T.J. Marconi, our good buddy Smiley, who's still looking to miss someone, but eh, whatever. Fuck from off. That show, from that show, the following week, we'll be heading to Jersey. Hopefully, all three of us will be going to Pro Wrestling Magic's... God, what is the name of the show again? Because time, time, time to take a chance again. There you go. The... Start of the Kingdoms, the Keys to the Kingdom Tournament will begin that night. Also, JT Dunn will be defending his championship against Teddy Hart. EC Negro will be taking on Sean Maluda. And for the Pro Wrestling Magic Tag Team titles, it's going to be the Private Party versus Fit to be Tied. Which I am very much... Oh, smiling. This is sounding too suspicious, isn't it? Okay, then, the following week, all three of us will be in Queens for... BCW, Brie Combination Wrestling, fight for it. Where it will be Mike Orlando taking on a mystery opponent. It's not announced yet. Smiley. One th- no, it's not Smiley. Because I feel like it's setting me up for something. <laughs> and I know what it is. I feel like it's going to go every indie show that that motherfucker's at. I just know one thing. Smiley may be on the card. I'm not going to say what? anything oh, yet. Oh, my God. <laughs> then, and then, from there. The week after one that. One week after that. It will be House of Glory Chapter Oh, he's there two. too. Oh, fuck my life. One year after... Oh, man. I remember what happened at Chapter 1. I took a sign to that show. You did. Maybe Speaking of smiling, one. you called him a puto. You did. Yeah, but he still wants to miss you. He's good buddies with me. Oh, he likes the law. He... <laughs> uh, smiling, if you listen to this somehow, Ray's bringing that sign back. Oh, God, I'm going to get missed it, aren't I? God damn it. Well, in House of Glory, he is a puto. He really is. He's a heel. He breaks people's arms. And he, he, and he, and he wipes blood on scared white boys' faces. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he licked his hand, and then he fucking put it on your face. He puts blood that was on weird. On the scared white boy's faces. Is that little you know what's funny? Is that, that scared, that scared white boy? What is he, it? Okay. Oh. Wait, of it, we'll be going to see that too. Oh, we're going I'm to see it. I hate that. Oh, Mike, oh, Mike, you don't want to see Mike. Come on, it's creepy clown time. You don't want to come to creepy clown night? Listen, I am a fan of clowns, just not it. <laughs> come on, Mike. Well, I guess me and Ben will be there. Well, we'll so those go- are all the indie shows. Hopefully, we'll be attending next month. And one movie. Smiley Mania. Oh, Smiley Mania. Smiley. Yeah, I think out of all those shows, Smiley's on every one. <laughs> So, yeah, well, chances God. are you're getting missed. Uh, countdown to Mistomania is coming, motherfucker. Mistomania is it's coming. It's going to be Mistember. Mistember, yeah, boy. <laughs> so before Mike fucking kills himself, let's, let's sum it up. So in summation tonight, we had so this week had some highs, had some lows. Hey, look, had, there's a rope. Had some new oh, beginnings, God. and it wanna... had some endings to it. I think it. the good news we can mention this week, though, Ric Flair finally sent out a tweet. He's doing better. 
Thank God the nature boy is still standing. Indeed. So that's a good thing of the week. No matter what stress you're going through, enjoy every day like it's your last because, God, you never know what happens. Because you know, this is. Like, like, like big cash. We're uncertain people living in an uncertain world, kids, and you gotta hold on to the things you love, like pro wrestling, your family, friends, and the people around you. Hold on to them and never let go. And enjoy life, even if it's a shitty day. Enjoy every moment. And enjoy being with your friends, because that's what I enjoy doing every single week with these two yahoos right here. I love shooting the ben, shit you want, about ben, wrestling. You hold, ben, you want me to hold you? Uh, no. No homo. <laughs> But you, but you just said that we have to hold what we love. Hold on to in a metaphorical sense, Mike, and hold on to a metaphorical sense. Damn it. <laughs> zip up your pants. Zip up. Oh, and, they're up. <laughs> they're up. So no, that, Mike, put that down. So on that on set. So on that note. So on that note, I think it is finally time to bring this weird ass episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast to a close. Once again, guys, this show would not be possible without you clicking that like button and giving us feedback on the social medias, asking us questions, and answering, responding to our posts and our polls. We cannot appreciate it enough. So, guys, if you want to follow us on all that good social media, you can follow us on our Facebook page at the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, and you can follow us on the Twitter machine at the GAWP Show. But, Mike, what if they want to listen to past episodes and the brand new episode? Where can they listen to that? Well, Ben, they can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. Fantastic. And, Ray, where can they get themselves a 100% cotton-made GAWP t-shirt? Well, you can get one of our lovely shirts. They include the Avenging Ben shirt, two Matt the Daddy Coughlin shirts. God, why does he have two? I kicked him in the face for that. Or a Whole Milk My King of Milk style shirt. Or you can buy one of mine. Or what are the soon punk law shirts? Get that soon. From T Public Store slash the Gob Show. Go to tpublic.com, get one of our shirts, support us, we'll make some money off of it, hopefully someday. We'll figure Thank it. you again. We will figure out a way to do it. Who knows? Maybe if we make money off of this, we can quit our day jobs and do this full time. So once again We don't make any money. Because if we don't make no oh, dollars and it don't make, make a Patreon. We don't make no Put that do- down below. Should we make a Patreon? Should we make a Patreon? I don't know. Maybe when we maybe when we reach like one thousand followers on Facebook, maybe that'll be our our milestone for that. We shall see, we shall see. So guys, thank you once again for joining us for another hour dedicating an hour of your lives to listening to us, whether you're driving in your car, you're on your way to work, or you're just taking a shit. I don't care, because we love to have you along for this ride. So once again, guys, I am Avenging Ben. You know who I am. Oh, Mike. Mike. Damn, he just sounded so sad. Come on, Mike, you gotta pronounce yourself. Like I do. I'm whole milk, Mike. There you go. And for all those that forgot, I am still... Your GAWP Hardcore Champion, the Long Ray Ramundo. <laughs> and we are the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. And Mike, t- take us out the way you know how to do best. Fuck you, smiling, and join the madness. And we shall see you guys next week. Have a sick fucking night. Separate.